Welcome to Muddy River News this week. I'm Bob Goff. Jenna Hull is the new executive director of the United Way of Adams County, and she's my guest. Welcome. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you, Thank you very much. Ban brand spanking new. Brand new. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are going to be the third executive director in a little, about a little less than two years. Yes. So um, I know when uh, uh, Nancy Bloom got the job last time, and, you know, of course, she has all this management experience, but I figured, yes. I didn't figure Nancy would be a long-term thing. Yes. So now here you are, and what uh, what does getting this position mean to you? Yeah, well, it means a lot, and, and you and I have talked about this. Um, this is very, this organization is very near and dear to my heart, and I love um, working for United Way, and I believe in that mission, so it's huge for me. Um, and the board, you know, the board had a really good strategic plan for this. They knew that Nancy wasn't going to be there, you know, long term. She's, you know, wanting to retire and, and spend time with her family. So um, they had a really great plan for that. And, um, you know, it was really great to have a year with um, with what's such an experienced director, you know, for all of us and just kind of a little calm in the storm. And, and so that was that was really helpful for all of us, I think. And plus, Nancy had been the board president, so she was very familiar yes. with the operations already, plus yes. her years of experience at the yes. health department. Mm -hmm. Yeah, to just kind of come in and kind of say, okay, here's where we are and this is where we need to go. Mm -hmm. uh, the, but, but overall, the mission of the United Way just stays the same, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. Yes. And we are you know, working towards everything that we do being uniting and empowering the people of Adams County. You know, that's, that is our mission. So um, that's not changed. And, um, you know, luckily we, the people that have been in those positions before have left us better off each time. And so we just keep building on that. So. Um, when you talk about, you know, the, your relationship with your member agencies, mm -hmm. uh, how do you interact with them to gauge their needs as you approach each year when you get ready to do your campaigns mm -hmm. and such? So we have a resource investment process. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but um, we always are looking for volunteers. So um, we have that process and it starts about March and we meet, they have an application they have to turn in every year. And every year, um, you know, we tweak that and make it a little bit better, make it a little bit um, different depending on the needs of the community. And then um, we have this resource investment process. And so we have a team of volunteers that come in for education, financial stability, um, and health. And they are the people that make those decisions on where that money goes. And so that works really well for us because they're community people. And so it's not just us making the decision. It's a team of, of people who are dedicated to making sure that we spend our money, you know, responsibly. And I assume those needs continue to go grow. They certainly don't shrink. They definitely don't shrink. Um, one of the things that we're seeing, especially across the country, but definitely in Illinois now, is um, we're talking about this Alice threshold. And I don't know if you're familiar with that. <clears throat> But that stands for, it's a, it's a group of people. It stands for asset, limited, income, constrained, employed. And so I wanna focus on that employed. Um, this is a group of people who are working very hard. Some of them have two jobs. Some of them might have three jobs. Both parents are working. These are people that are working hard to make a life for themselves, but they still can't quite meet what they need to meet. Um, however, they're not in poverty level because they are, um, their income is high enough that they don't qualify for SNAP benefits. They don't qualify for food. They don't qualify for any of those things. So they're making it and they're working hard and they're deserving of our assistance. Um, you're going to see a shift uh, in the next few years, I think, nationwide 
moving towards this Alice focus because these are the people that are, are missing um, out on some services and now they make up about 26 percent of Adams County. When you talk about that sort of thing, where whether it's poverty thresholds or what have you, whenever mm -hmm. I see those numbers, I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> it seems like, okay, you could make 10,000 more than that, and that still doesn't seem like enough to get by these exactly. days. Exactly, and they haven't changed those numbers for a long time. That's why you're seeing this, this shift. Um, but I, I, the reason I am super excited about the Alice threshold is because these are the people that we are looking to help and have been looking to help. We're always going to want to help people in poverty, right? Um, but these are people that are, again, they are working. They are working hard. Um, some of them are working two jobs, which means they can't go back to school and get that degree that would maybe make them some more money. Or they have two kids and, you know, the kids are in daycare and they're paying for that. So there's all those different factors that are involved in it. Um, but we really want to help those people because they're helping themselves. They're working very hard. And so I think you're going to see that shift. Um, I mean, I know it's already happened. We just got back. Um, one of our employees just got back from an Alice conference that they had. So you're going to see that shift and um, you're going to see a lot more data, I think, coming through on that in the next few years. So hopefully that's something that we can, you know, work more towards at United Way as well. Yeah, we always appreciate it when you share, you know, the community needs analysis and things like yes. that because it really gives us a good barometer. And I think it gives everybody a good barometer. And that's why mm -hmm. we try to get that information out when you get to us. Yes. Is that, look, this, this, is, this is what our community looks like. Yes. You know, we're all going to have our own lives going on and we're all going to have our own bubbles, for lack of a better term. Yes. But when you look at the big picture, you know, we are this community of nearly 40,000 people. Right. And there are, you know, when you talk about 26% of 40,000, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's, like, it's, 10, it's over 10,000. It's a lot. And it, and it grew quite a bit from the previous year. I believe it was around 18%. Don't quote me on that. But sure. it was, I mean, it's, it grew quite a bit. And I think part of that is inflation. You know, the food costs and things like that are rising. So maybe people that were a little bit above Alice have now dropped back down, you know, depending on, on the cost of living. Well, so. food and, of course, housing. And mm -hmm. the cost of housing has, has certainly gone up. And then, uh, you know, the, the county and the city are both in the middle of this push to better the housing. And yes. I know you guys are involved in that as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, we have um, three committees at United Way um, that came out of that community needs assessment. So um, the Community Building Council, which has been around for many years, has three teams, housing, poverty, and behavioral health. And those teams have been working hard ever since that assessment came out to try to address those key issues in our community. So. And you also, um, I know some of the, one of the things that you've you've really helped out with uh, the United Way has in is the vetting process and some of these things. I know mm -hmm. when uh, the when Greta was doing the housing study, you were involved in that, mm -hmm. and also back when uh, the county had its COVID money, you guys mm -hmm. did a lot of that vetting on on that sort of thing. Yeah, that's that's the sort of stuff that's in your wheelhouse because it, you have you've already got kind of a working knowledge of the situation. Mm -hmm. So. How do you, you know, communicate with the city, the county, and Gretif to make sure, okay, this, you know, when you need us, we're here for this, but mm -hmm. then when we give you our input, we hope that you value it because of the experience we bring to the table. Yeah, and we work really well with them. You know, Kyle Moore at Gretif is on the housing committee. Uh, I believe he chairs it, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm, not, I'm not positive on that, but... We do work really well uh, with Gretif and of course the city of Quincy, they know they can call on us anytime they need something. The mayor does have my cell phone number, you know, so, um, but definitely we want to work well with them. Um, you know, we want to collaborate, but we also want to bring people in that are, that have as much knowledge as we do and sometimes more. You know, we all need to work 
together on that. And so we do that very well with the city of Quincy and the mayor and Jeff Mays and, and you know, Chuck Bevelheiner, Jason Parrott, they're all amazing people and we work really well with them. They know they can call on us for anything and same w with us. If we have a need, we can call on them and they're definitely supportive of us. Yeah, so. I know when uh, we had the situation when the uh, welcome in was condemned, you guys stepped up and did a, a lot of help work and help mm -hmm. on that. And I think that's a situation where, you know, that's, that's why you guys are there. That's why the Salvation Army is there. Yes. In these times of need, that's when people, you know, turn to you. Yes. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's be commended on you part as well though well, you thanks. guys have been very responsive but you know the thing of it is too is we that is what we love to do we want to help we want to be out in the community we don't always get to be boots on the ground but when we are we love it um you know that welcome in was something that i worked on uh with about i don't know 17 other agencies and again that collaboration getting those group of that group of people together through boad getting them all to assemble within about 48 hours notice um, is is tremendously, I mean, look at our community and how many people responded to that. And then all of a sudden we just started getting money. People gave us money and said, give that to the welcome in. We ended up with around, I think, $28,000 to give out to those people. So again, the community responds and we do have a great community and we're very lucky. I don't think other communities have the social service network that we have. So we're very blessed to have that. You, uh, of course, moving into this executive director from your position as, as the running the communications and marketing, um, mm -hmm. I assume you're filling that position? We, uh, yes, that position is open right now. Um, it, it is. It's marketing and communications as well as campaign. Uh, so we're looking to fill that so Jenna doesn't have to do two jobs. <laughs> I mean, why not? So we're a small staff. We yeah. can handle it. But we, we have a great team. Um, you know, I can't say enough about the staff that we have now, and the board feels the same way. Uh, we have just been very lucky. We have a great team. We work well together. Um, we tag team a lot of our, our duties in the office just because sometimes it's nice to have that second or third person to come in and say, oh, wait, did you get this? Or, you know, what about that? And so... We're really lucky to have that, but we definitely could be, it would be nice to be fully staffed right now. <laughs> well, I think one thing that, uh, you know, you, that will, you will be able to focus on that and also the fact that you, again, when we talk about the continuity, you know, you're, you've got this position now, you're, you're planning on staying there a while, right? Yes, I'm not going anywhere. You know, I grew up here. I've been here my whole life. Um, I, you know, I, I joke and tell people I, I waited till I was 50 to get, you know, I'm not 50 yet, but I'm almost 50. So I waited my whole life to get my dream job, which I now have. I was going to say you aren't even in your 40s yet, so well, you're thanks. not even that close to retiring. Thank you. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll pretend that I'm not in my 40s yet. That'll be great. But no, I mean, it's, you know, I, I've lived here my whole life. My family's here. Our parents and grandparents are all here. You know, my son goes to college here. My daughter's still in high school here. So um, this is our home and this is our community. And I'm just really blessed to be a part of, of such a great organization and be able to stay here. Well, Jenna Hall, so, good luck. Yes, Congratulations thank you. again and thanks a lot. Thank you very much. That's all the time we have for now. We'll see you next week.